Who are we? Nobodies. Speak for yourself. Okay. We're Canadian filmmakers with the dream of surviving financially on the backs of our films. Welcome to our show where we bring people along on our film journey. Maybe we can learn a thing or two. Maybe we can teach people a thing or two while drinking beers. I mean, if you can't drink beers while filmmaking, what's the point? We are Fable Forest Films, failing our way to success. Welcome to Jurassic Park. I mean, our show. First frames first. And go. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. Action. I like using my clapping noise now. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 31 of First Frames First. I'm your host, Jason T. Green. I'm your other host, Adrian Kornstetten. And third host, guest host, Derek. All right. Derek Lackenbum. Lackenbum. Lackenbottom. Mm. It's actually Lackenbauer. Lackenbottom. Lackenbauer. <laughs> it is literally the longest the longest surname. It's 11 letters. It cost my brother over $200 to put the uh, name tag on his daughter's jersey for hockey. Because <laughs> it requires so many extra. letters. It's a massive <laughs> thing across her shoulders. Kind of half sitting off of it, too. Yeah. She needs the arms. <laughs> Derek, now... After episode 30, we've begun doing 30-minute episodes. Have you started the timer? I have. Yes. Yes. Our shows are so much shorter now. The, the, uh, this brings me great excitement. The feedback has been pouring in, saying, <laughs> thank Christ. Stop talking. We will actually watch your show now. Yeah, it's, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Two hours of us getting a little, bit, a little bit tipsy and talking about whatever comes to mind. Mm. It's cool. For us. For us. It's more for us than for other people. So. It is. It's a good point. So, uh, on today's episode, we're going to catch people up. Uh, we're, we're about to have Fight Night for mm-hmm. uh, The Art of Eight Limbs, our documentary uh, fight series for uh, Bell Fibe TV One. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, we're, that actually takes place Saturday night in yes. Waterloo. So, we'll do a little bit of a run-up. Um, and then I, I, I bought something uh, recently yes. when, uh, when I went to visit my dad. I want to show you guys. Uh, just because I'm kind of excited about it. so, uh, And yeah. then we'll get into some trivia and, and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, Derek, you know, as always, welcome. Thank welcome you. back to the show. I special love guest. being here. We like having special guest stars. Now, Adrian has purchased microphones. Now, we're very excited about this. The, the podcast has been growing and growing. We went from... Uh, we went from one, recording two. on the phones and recording just a couple minutes of the show yeah. uh, so that we could throw it up on YouTube and then link back to the whole audio show to uh, the purchasing of GoPros and Adventure HD cams. Which uh, we returned. To realizing Adventure HD cams are kaka and they had to go back. So I mean, someday we're going to have three GoPros. Today we have two. Said kaka. We used the one. <laughs> now the whole show is recorded and put on YouTube. Now we have, yeah, and these just just to talk about these mics quickly. Yeah, they were uh, sixty bucks a pop for the whole system. It is not a very expensive system. Yeah, but I did test the audio and I listened to somebody talking through the microphone and I was like, you know what, that'll do the job for an arm that puts a microphone right in your face. Right. If you if you have uh, phantom power to from your audio recording device that's able to you know make these microphones work, then you know. 
Bob's your uncle. So do you do you remember the brand name? First of all, newer. Newer. N e e w e r. And properly owned. Yeah, my, yeah. Yeah, we're good. And uh, so sixty dollars. Where'd you get them? Amazon. Yeah. Okay. Amazon shipped right to the house. And, uh, and and quickly makes you feel a bit like you're on radio. I like it. I like it. Isn't it nice? It it yeah. is nice. Yeah. I don't know how my voice sounds. Hopefully this fixes it and makes it sound better. <laughs> Super sexy. Yeah. Okay. Like people uh, are gonna be like, oh, I've got a bit of a cold, so I'm, me too. I'm, I'm a I can't, bit nasal and deep right now. I can't quite make my voice go lower right now. It doesn't <laughs> doesn't work. So, but someday I just, I just need to. Mm, yeah. <laughs> someday we're gonna get sexier, but. I want you to explain Phantom Power. So Phantom Power is yeah. is a, a, a really good tragically hip album. <laughs> and first of all, yeah. But people won't understand what Phantom Power is. So just explain that. Yeah, some mics uh, have their own power source, so they're just able to. Now I'm not an audio dude, but so this please take us with a you know grain of salt. Yeah. Um. But some mics require power, 48 volts of power, in order to function, in order to run. Some mics you can put a battery in them, right? And then they will have their own power, and you don't have to worry about it. But uh, these mics require power, so you need to have a recording device mm -hmm. that is able to send power to the microphones. It's usually forty-eight volts. Mm. Um, yeah. So these these require power to be sent to them, and usually on an audio device, you will have the ability to um, just select phantom power. Um, yeah, but you can't just take these microphones and plug them into a computer. Right. Because the computer uh, won't send power to the mic. That's right. why it won't work. Um, there are some mics, but some mics you'd be able to plug some batteries in. Mm -hmm. They'd have their own power. And maybe those you can plug into, a, you know, plug it straight into a computer and away you go. Cool. And so because we have a special guest. Now, you, you had mentioned that you would like to get a third mic. For, for specifically for Specifically for Derek. Derek. And then when Derek's not available and we have a third guest, then the third guest can use the mic. Now, I That's want right, you, people, I I want you, you to like picture. Me. I'm going to come on more. I want you to picture, so right now we've got these kind of situated off the side, and the next one's going to be like, burr, burr. Yeah. <laughs> it'll go, it'll be low. It'll have oh, to come in low. Just, okay, fair enough. And up to, up to the okay. face. For today, today you've got one of our lav mics. That's on, right. Uh, that we, we picked Gorgeous. up. Gorgeous. For, so, for the movie. So now, talking about uh, the Art of Eight Limbs. Yes. yes. So, How'd you guys come up with this lovely title? The art of it's interesting there. actually um we when we originally pitched it to bell we had the name kw combat hmm. um combat with a k like mortal combat and um and that's what we ran with for a while but it was interesting the the muay thai community in the kitchener waterloo region um when we started to kind of go out and talk to the the crews um or the coaches um they were like eh, we don't love combat right even though it's a martial art um, and, uh, they're just not big on like, even though they, they battle, they fight, um, they just didn't love the word combat. Um, so we, we started kind of bouncing some ideas around, uh, a bunch of different things. And, um, you want to talk about the name specifically? Uh, the art of eight limbs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so it, one of the terms that I had heard in the past was just that the art of eight, that, that is what Muay Thai is known as. It's known as the art of eight limbs because you use both hands to fight you use your feet to kick and then you use your knees and your elbows so ah yeah, yeah. so and i was thinking <laughs> this is the naive person in me yeah i was thinking you were me excuse me the two people battling yeah. each having four limbs yeah that right. gives you the art of eight limbs and that's actually really amazing <coughs> but you're talking about 
eight parts being used on the individual itself. Correct. But it is it's in fact his, his it, or herself. It, it's a common name for Muay Thai. Right. Yeah. Is the art of eight limbs. That's cool. So we stole it, and, uh, and it we're works. we're rolling with it. With, I, mean, I don't think it was trademarked. No, but I will tell you. <laughs> I will tell you. We cannot get the art of eight limbs.com. So we're going to have to, like, it's gone. So we're going to have to get something. Dot IO. Sure. Dot CA. I'm sure yeah, that's available. But yeah. here's the thing all the dot whatevers, they just don't compare. Screw you'd, those guys. You'd rather get, like, you'd rather get the art of eight limbs. Doc, the, uh, the art of eight limbs doc.com or, or series.com than the art of eight limbs.ca. Sorry.ca's. Yeah. I disagree with that. I think I think that .ca is, would be good enough. Just as good? I think no, no, not just as good, but it's good. Okay. But .io, .tv, dot... Yeah, dot .film. Yeah. I don't even think there is a dot .film. Dot son of bitch. <laughs> .sob. Hey. .sob. Oh man. Let's do this. We could make a dot. Let's make up our own dot. We could make a dot. We're dot .sob. <laughs> I love it. You're, so, you're a dot SOB. <laughs> so the show is, uh, we've been filming like crazy, going yeah. from mm-hmm. more school to school to school to school. And uh, we've been filming these guys doing Muay Thai. And I've got to say, after being in all these different schools, uh, we're going to start Muay Thai after this probably. Yeah. Nice. I am going to crush Jason's face with my fist. We can all dream. Nice. <laughs> it's good to have a dream. Uh, and you've 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 come you've brought it to my attention that you want me to get into a little bit of the Muay Thai. Yes. So uh, one of the things that we one of the roles that we have in future that Derek was cast for. We shot a, a trailer for Postman. Yeah. And it is an action series about and you can go and watch it. Um, just Postman movie the postmanmovie.com. Definitely postmanmovie.com. Also, uh, you can go to our YouTube channel and uh, and see. You'll- see the postman trailer there for sure yeah and uh coming soon we'll have a postman episode and we're gonna start putting all the postman stuff up as well cool so so and as it says in the trailer postman are secret agents yeah um so derek played the derek played the the older rugged hardcore postmaster who is then also a secret agent um and one of the things that i suggested to derek is i said that before we get rolling on this movie in the future he would need to take probably Muay Thai lessons because mm-hmm. the thing is that you. One of the things that I hate the most is this, particularly when you see a skinny actress, right? And she now needs to do a fight scene, and she's fighting some buff man, and you can tell by the way that she's standing that she has never thrown a punch before in her life, or she's done like a month of hitting, you know. There is a way that you look when you know how to hit. Right. And you need to do the martial art until you get to that point. Hmm. And that goes for actors and actresses, in fact. Because there are actors also who stand and they just don't look like they know how to handle themselves in a, in a fighting situation. Right. And someone who's been doing that for a long time, you need to get comfortable with the way that you stand. Like when we're interviewing these guys for the eight, Art of Eight Limbs and they're just standing there talking about how their students throw punches... You're like, that guy knows how to throw a punch. Just by the way he's planted his feet, just by the way he's standing, and he's just doing these little actions, and you know he knows what he's doing. And that's what you need to internalize as an actor who's going to be a fighter. Right. You have to internalize that so that when you're just throwing a a little punch, 
it looks like you know how to move your shoulders move yeah. your hips move with well, it and that's that's the thing with an action film where there's some extreme scenes yeah fight scenes and whatnot you're not you're not only exploring your actor's personality you need to also become that person physically um mm -hmm. so i will be taking martial arts i will be working out like a madman and turning this 48 year old bod into something that's uh, okay. looking pretty uh, ripped and hardcore 48 year old six pack 50 year old okay, six well, pack yeah. well uh, when you're ready we'll accept your audition <laughs> sweet <laughs> <laughs> and we need to see you naked 100% right on. right now so just a little joke for you guys um if you go for a colonoscopy ever it's Come not on. a it's hey Done it. yeah me too yeah it's kind of cool um, it's not a big deal <laughs> <laughs> look it, for jason for you it's not a big deal when you feel one hand on your shoulder but if you feel two hands <laughs> so long as you lit candles first i'm cool with it no man i have a rough colonoscopy story i had a good one <laughs> She was a good story. Guys, or she, like... I had a female, oh, six amazing. foot tall, blonde, beautiful woman, digging in your bum. Chose to be an ass specialist, and I, I'm, I'm, you know, partially under the drugs, getting all ready, and you know, I'm on my side, looking at me. You're, you're so beautiful. Why are you doing this? She's like, I like to hurt men. Yeah, she, she just, she just joked. She's like, well, I'd like to say that's the first time I've heard that, but it isn't. And uh, she says, somebody has to do it. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. She yeah, said. She said I enjoy oh, it. That's the best. She enjoys her job. Nice. Yeah. Do you know what? And she was, she was pleasant, very gentle. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so for I had no polyps, for, for, and for, we've been, for, and we've been married ever since <laughs> for, for the last six. years. So for me, yeah. she like I was. You had a she too. Yeah. So did bitch. I was busy going under the drugs. Were gonna put me to sleep because yeah. I sleep easily. So I knew I that the drugs. Watched it all happen on the camera. No, I I I was gonna fall asleep, and uh, she could have waited, like a, just <laughs> a five more seconds for me to fall asleep before she got going, man. Because I was like, oh jeez, and then I blanked right. out. <laughs> but I was also okay. the night before is what sucked drinking all that yeah. make you shit water out your ass fluid for an hour what the guys, hell guys sorry <laughs> oh this is a filmmaking podcast <laughs> yeah right but they do put a camera up your butt <laughs> we joked HD about this quality 4, 4k 180 frames a second <laughs> wait what is our time here this okay. is you bunch of jerk. <laughs> so anyways Muay Thai Yes. Yes, you are going to get in shape. We're going to make you addition. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Uh, we've been filming fighters, yep. getting getting interviews, watching training sessions, um, special shots, lots of really cool slow motion skipping, slow motion bag work. Yeah, we did some uh, green screen stuff yes. for when yep. the guys, when the two fighters are going to be standing in the in the, they come into the screen there, so we can be like, yeah, we just got them on black. So yep. we've been going outside of the gym. We've been filming them doing. Some of their stuff outside of the gym. Yeah, some soccer, some uh, uh, building, building a table with his yeah. with his girlfriend. Uh, it was great, great stuff. Yeah. So uh, lots of great footage, and then Saturday night, uh, big night, fight night. Uh, so we're coming down to it. Lots of interesting stories to tell, 
and uh, we can't wait to uh, put it all together and see what we've got. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be exciting, I think, to talk about how the fight night went because yeah. we have no idea. We this is, this is going to be our, we'll our be first awesome. time. Lots of cameras, lots of uh, mm-hmm. lots of staff, and uh, should be yeah. a really cool night. It's going to be what busy. Is, what is this thing you wanted to? Oh yeah, yeah. What I picked up. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. So here's my whole section of booze up here. I'm very sad about it because I'm not drinking right now. But um, so I picked up. I, I I went to visit my dad, uh, who's recovering from spinal surgery, and uh, doing really well. And so uh, we went to the liquor store because he was like, "Yeah, the pills that I take go really well." With some booze. And I'm like, I don't think, I'm not sure if that's what you're supposed to. Is that what the doctor he was just, said? He was like, I'm kidding. I'm kidding blah, blah, blah. But he was like, you know, I want to go sit outside and have some wine and stuff. So we went in to pick him up. So as we're walking through the, the store uh, or the LCBO, I saw a green spot. Uh, so this is, here, let me get that a little closer there. I don't know if this is going to work out. But green spot Irish whiskey. So the story that I've heard about this thing is that. Um, it's a famous, a famous uh, um, Irish whiskey, which um, these guys make twelve thousand bottles per year. There it is. Check that out. Nice. And um, and what what happens is they they make their twelve thousand bottles. They apparently, I, and I I don't know for sure, so I might be lying, but this is the story that I've heard. They distribute them worldwide, and then they're done for the year. So uh, basically, if you if you see um, this bottle of Green Spot at your liquor store, you should buy it because you won't see it again that year. What's right? the price tag? It was eighty bucks Canadian, um, which is not bad for decent, for decent a big bottle of whiskey. Yeah, and it is a. I mean, it's not it's not a cheap whiskey. No. no. So this is it's triple distilled. Yeah. And this, what year was this? That was twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Yeah. So this, uh, nice. I won't be drinking this today. This is going to be some sort of special occasion, but we're going to put this back up. So, but what I liked about it was, I, I like, I like the marketing genius of it. I like, yeah. I, I like, we're going to make X number, and twelve thousand sounds like a lot, but when you think, not, not globally, when you, not globally. <laughs> yeah. So you think you make twelve thousand bottles, how many would possibly, how many could possibly ship to Canada? Yeah. Um, you know, five hundred, eight hundred. I don't yeah. know like a 12th of the whole world that that doesn't seem like it you know you wouldn't send depending, a thousand depending if they do ship mm-hmm. it completely worldwide right maybe well. and so then i was thinking still, you know you, you ship i don't know 800 or a thousand to canada even if you sell tw- and that and yeah. then each province gets a few each liquor st- you know there's tons of liquor stores over. so when i saw the five that were sitting on the shelf i thought that's it that's the five that i will come in contact with yeah. Um, and I've never seen it before. I've only heard the story. Mm-hmm. Um, so this could be a lie. And just the story <laughs> itself is made me stuck in my mind and made me yeah. made me uh, pick it up. So anyways, I just think it's cool. Now, the thing is, and the reason that the reason that um, that is so cool is that it's it, it's scarcity. Like there's a story that, like someone was telling a story about a little boy who was playing with a blue car and he loved that blue car. It was his favorite blue car. He played with it all the time. Yeah. Um, and then his grandmother was like, oh, you love cars. And then she bought him 10. And he never played with any of the cars again. Right? Scarcity provides a certain value. Right. And this is what we have done with our USBs. 
we have uh, we yeah, 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 we yeah, only yeah. create a certain amount of USBs. D-man. Ding, 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 ding. So wait, I so you guys probably see I have a lot of shit here. Uh, over there, the Band of Brothers, uh, yeah. uh, tucked in behind there is the two USBs. Yeah. <laughs> so, so when we first when we first started with Greenhouse, we were like, what can we do that's different? And we like we made. We, we decided and, to make a USB box. And whose design was this box? This was Derek Larkenbauer designed the box. And um, quite excited about that. Yeah. So so this little box, just like this, it slides open, and inside is a USB, and the movie's on the on a USB, right? Because that's the future, right? The future is not. <laughs> the future is USB. Well, the future Everyone, is not DVDs. Oh. The future is not DVDs. Yeah. I mean, it's a download link, but like. But, also, they look lovely stacked on a shelf. So, but, but you you decided when you did the greenhouse USBs to only make a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. So, and we la- we numbered each one. Which one do I have? You have ninety three. I have ninety three of a hundred. And how how about and sixteen? Grove? Sixteen of Bickerman's Grove. So, with each of our forthcoming movies, we will create a hundred more USBs. And, and but that is, is it, people. Only a hundred. Well, the thing is, the the DVDs the, will will recreate as many as people want. The thing, the thing about these this, these are collectors. The thing about this is that it's also these are handmade. Yes. Like <laughs> we print them and literally sit there before the gala, like yeah, cutting things with the cutting, little, we had we shaping. had D man, we had uh, we had Tanya, Tonya, Tanya, yeah, uh, from uh, Greenhouse and, and Bickerman's Grove. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we all sat in the room. Folding and making. Folding, Folding glue, glue hot making. gluing. Um, it was pretty hilarious. And even when we get to the opportunity to not do that, we'll still do that. Because, oh, yeah. Because there's a certain... It's special. Like, we are literally making this thing. And we already went through a couple of little changes, too. Because initially, we, we layered cork. Yes. We had layers of cork inside yeah. those boxes that were then cut out and holding the USBs. Then we changed to a foam. Yeah. Which yeah. was your idea. And mm-hmm. that certainly works better. I mean, <coughs> it's quicker than shaping the And it's the lighter. Cork. Yeah. And it's yeah. lighter, too. Yeah. So the whole package is just nicer. So scarcity is... And desirable. A, it's a, it's a, it's People a, like it. Yeah. And the thing is, it's a good... Oh, d- well, yeah. I, was, I, was just, I was just working this past week and talking with a customer about, you know, the film stuff and whatnot. And he was very interested in everything and requested a couple of our DVDs. And then I brought up the USB thing and the collectability of it. Right. And... He said, uh, have you seen my collection? Yeah. Uh, you know, like you, Jay, he was a collector of many movies and stuff Crap. like that. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he said, absolutely. I want the USBs and yeah. I will want the collection from here on out as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Enjoyed our, enjoyed our first two films, which yeah, is uh, wonderful to hear. You know, a, a stranger become a friend and become a fan of Fable Forest Films Productions. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so this is, I mean, we didn't, we didn't, we just decided to like only make a hundred. And uh, that's amazing. I don't know, I like it, I like it, but I mean, it also, it freaks me out because people are like, and where can I get that one? You can't. Because there's none left. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I honestly don't think that there's many of these left at all. No, no. I mean, Greenhouse, I think there are... I have two. You have, you have two? two? Now, is one yours, though? No, I have mine. You have two I extras. I have two extras. Wow. 
Oh, and then Bickerman's Grove, and I that think might we have. Be the last we, two. I have one Bickerman's Grove left. Uh, that that is yours or no, another one? Okay, another one. Because these two are mine, so you guys can. You don't have anything. Uh, do uh, hold on. I think uh, I have one more Bickerman's Grove as well. Yeah. Outside of so, my own uh, collection. So as a marketing strategy. Yeah, like I I have one more. Yeah. There's there's one more. As a marketing strategy, creating scarcity. What number is this one? So they sold twenty six. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so they're all gone. But like, <laughs> creating scarcity is a valuable marketing tactic. Mm. Like you, you say it's not like, oh, you can buy it any time for however much you, you, you know, at any point it will be available. You're like, listen, these are all that we have available. So you're either going to buy this or yeah. you're not going to get it. And there is value in that. Yeah. As you wouldn't have bought that whiskey. No, no, absolutely not. Because I heard the story. Mm -hmm. And it has always stuck in my mind. And then when I saw it, when I saw that that green, then I was like, oh, holy shit. I should pick that up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and the gentleman also asked me to autograph the copies for oh, him. Oh, that's yes. awesome. To which, to which I said, oh, well, that's going to cost you. And he, and he looked at me and says, you're not that big yet. <laughs> <laughs> he says, but I'll take the autographs now before you do get big. Oh, yeah. amazing. So that he can he can resell them on eBay later on. <laughs> there you go. Let me, let me, are we almost ready for trivia time? We're ready for trivia. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I'm, I, am, I am really excited about, uh, about the Art of Eight Limbs. Um, yes. I'm, it feels really interesting uh, mm -hmm. to be making a documentary. And the that, fighters that we need know. to be excited about having this. You know, this is this yeah. is something that they get to hold on to as well. I mean, a couple of the fighters have, have been like, because this is a few of the fighters. It's their first fight ever. Oh wow! So not only is it their first fight, they know it's going to be on TV. They yeah. know it's going to be on Bell. Uh, they are really excited about it. So um, it's it's a huge deal. It's a huge deal for us. Yeah. Um, it's a huge deal for the clubs and the fighters in the region. Um, They're going to bring their game that night. Oh yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be a great show for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure no one that's listening to this is gonna be, you know, uh, you know, because we have a global audience, so they're not gonna be taking a flight over to Waterloo to yeah. to pick this up. <laughs> but you guys hang tight because we are gonna package this thing up, and you're gonna be able to watch it somehow. Somehow it's gonna be amazing. There will so, be a way. So listen, uh, I want to win uh, trivia night. So here yes. we go. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start. Oh, this is amazing. I already know the answer to this. So the way this game works, the way our trivia game works is if two people get it right, then nobody gets a point. Is that the way it works? Something like that, yeah. Amazing. Okay, here we go. What coming-of-age movie was based on the Stephen King novella, The Body? What the hell? The Body. Yeah. I will give you guys a couple seconds, but I just want to tell you that... I don't know if you noticed that the first three rows of all those books over there are Stephen King books. Oh so I will get this question right. <laughs> In case no, you want to take it. I'm going to say Carrie. Okay. You're wrong. No, I know. Demon? The Dead Zone. You're also wrong. It was Stand By Me. Ding. Ding. Because of the body. Damn Boom. It. Ding, ding, ding. By the way, ding. I bought I bought Stand By Me and uh, watched it with Lex. And uh, Lex became an instant super fan of that movie he watched he must have watched it every single day for about a week or a week and a half span then we would go to like a store and the song would be playing on the you know the the store radio and he'd be like oh and then he'd go home and watch it again anyways <laughs> i think he has now seen stand by me 
probably 15 times. Wow. Which awesome. is great. Anyways, this year. Like, <laughs> within a year. Anyways, on you go. What was the name of the hotel in The Shining? Oh. The oh. Overlook Hotel. Balls! I know you're right because you said that, but I don't know that I would have got the answer. The scary winter place. Yeah, I mean, the Overlook Hotel, I think, is right. The Overlook. Can I tell you, can I tell you, though, why I know that? Because you're a King fan? No. The reason reason I was able to pull that answer today was because of Ready Player One. In Ready Player One, they go go to the Overlook, and and right at the front of the cinema, it says the Overlook Hotel, and they walk in... And they have a whole shiny experience. And I love Ready Player like One. And I've seen it three times in the theater. I did sneeze violently twice. Yet nobody blessed oh, me. bless you. It's okay. It's okay. Just the heart stopped for a second. That's all. all right. <laughs> dramatic, are we? Feeling the <laughs> love should, in the room. You should be, you should an, be an actor. <laughs> <laughs> all right, sons of bitches. So that's two, eh? Give me another Stephen King question. No. Name the unrestrained trio who helped Paul Newman win hockey games in Slapshot. I've never seen Slapshot. Oh, come that, on. That's like uh, I know. The, this is like Canadian sacrilege that I haven't seen. The Slapshot. freaking triplets and I know I got them right there. See them? Slapshot one and two. I forget their I'm name. Gonna, I'm gonna the Something go, Brothers. The Something Brothers. Is I'm gonna 100%. go with the Curly Brothers. No. No, it's the Something Brothers, and I can't remember what the hell it's it is. It's not the Smothers Brothers. No. By the way, did you guys ever watch the Smothers yeah. Brothers? No. Son of a bitch. Oh. Yeah, I did. But, but, Yo-Yo but. Man? Oh, good stuff. Anyways, so, I can't remember. Nothing? No, me either. The Hanson Brothers. The Hanson Brothers. God Genius. Okay. Somebody's pissed off at us right now for not knowing. I'm going to watch Slapshot. What's the name of Carl Weathers' character in the Rocky series? Come on. Oh. Come on. I know. Uh, Clubber Lang. No. That's freaking. I, I'm gonna go with Apollo Creed. Apollo Creed, You're yes, absolutely sorry. right. Clover Lang is. Uh, <laughs> but the, here's the oh, thing. Was, here's uh, the thing, Mr. Mr. T. T. Yeah. Does he get it right? If I was definitely gonna get it right, also. You were definitely gonna get it right, and I was gonna say it right too. That's okay. Damn it, I just went with the first one. Good job, though. Yeah. Apollo who, Creed. Good job. Who is the father of Rosemary's Baby? Oh my God. Bill Clinton. The devil. <gasps> you might be right. I don't know. Is it the devil? I don't know, but if I pick the devil, no, you can't as now. Well. You can't now. <laughs> Why not? Because he picked the devil. What? But what if it's the right answer? <laughs> yeah, get all right. You pick the devil too, so no, just in case he's. I'm gonna go with her father. Okay. Who is the devil? The devil. Hey! Nice. You Very good. Mind. I like that. I've never seen that movie either, but I really, need, I did. I it's really disturbing. need to. Yeah, yeah it's good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which director boasts the most films in the top ten all-time box office hits? I mean, you, you automatically want to say Steven Spielberg, but the problem is this this is old. old. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with uh, the English um, Hitchcock. I'm gonna say Oliver Stone, just because he was on a previous answer. I made the mistake of looking. Oh, so I'm gonna let you're the, out. I'm, I'm gonna let people see. Is it Hitchcock? That'd be awesome. Steven Spielberg. No! Even even when it was old. Because yeah. this game is so old, we keep... Yes, but... But... Think about it. 
Go oh, back yeah. to the 80s. Oh, yeah. Go back to the 70s. Yeah, I mean, just... he's just, like, so successful. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He had... The we, all-timers were way We love there. you, Steven Spielberg. Thank oh you God, for Ready Player One. And Jurassic Park and E.T. And I mean, thank you for and, everything. Yeah. Yeah, you name and it. BFG. I mean, thank you-ish. <laughs> Look, here's the problem. It's cool. Here's the I problem. Like I like the BFG. Can I just say, the, the, the funny part would be, if, like, if you got to meet Steven Spielberg, <laughs> first of all, that would be amazing. But if you're ever talking about stuff and he was like, and what did you think about BFG that I poured my heart and soul into for years and it was a passion project and I love... And you're like, yeah, it was... I mean, it was, no, it was no Jurassic Park, <laughs> but uh, I mean, it was fine, uh, I guess. Mm-hmm. Would you do it? No, you, you, would, you would basically lick his balls. I loved it, Steve. It was awesome. It was Mr. Spielberg. It was good. It was good. Come on. You guys had the chance to. Talk I mean, to him. you have never to, say right? a thing negative would, to him at all. I don't. I don't think that he would be looking for your validation. No. In that way, I, I no, wouldn't be. Wouldn't. I wouldn't be nervous of that. In he fact, you know what? He, that would actually knows. only come with actually dear friends of his. I actually don't even think he would ask you what you thought. Even if he needed to. Yeah. No. I mean, the thing. The thing is, to be honest, you you know, like you see the response. Yeah. You know how people feel about your movie. Yeah. And. People have different tastes, so you can make a BFG, and people do go like when we make a movie, people a lot of people are like, meh, yeah, and we poured our heart and soul into the movie, and they're like, <coughs> and that's part of it, yeah, absolutely. I mean, what you can't take it personally because they would they because it's not their vibe. Some people just watch action movies and then they watch your drama, you can't expect them to love your drama, true. They're just gonna be like, meh, Steven, listen, <laughs> if you're listen, listening, listen, Spielberg. If somebody doesn't like your movie, don't take it personally. It's not personal. It, it different strokes for different folks. Different so listen, strokes. you're gonna be fine. He'll he's gonna he's gonna make it. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, he's gonna do things. Do you know what I watched recently? <laughs> Minority Report. Ah, amazing. That was great. Yeah. Okay. And all the Indiana Joneses. You you just all, watched them all recently? Yeah, just all of them. You know, I watched Tomb Raider, the new Tomb Raider. Yeah. Uh, I really liked it, mm-hmm. but I really, really liked it. I I, th- I had a lot of fun in it, in but it. I had a lot of fun watching it. Right. Like, come on! But they really copied Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, like like down to down formula, to the... like the formula, mm-hmm. um, down to like she had to pass three things to get to the thing, and mm. even one of them was like she had to duck, you know. And she's she's saying to herself as she's walking up, she's repeating the clues that she oh. heard mu- very much like. Remember when he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. "The penitent man shall pass." The penitent man, and shall then he pass. and then he ducks. The penitent right. man, and you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. So it was very, it was it was a lot like that. And you know, she does the, the bow and arrows. She had the opportunity. She kicks this guy's ass, which was great. You know, we talked about fighting earlier. She kicks this guy's ass. This guy has guns, grenades, machine gun. She runs away after killing this guy. No one else is after her. She doesn't take the guns. She makes her own bow and arrow later or whatever. Anyways, so I'm just saying I loved the movie, but sometimes I was like, come on. Okay, cool. She cool, cool, cool. So tough. She sported a gun. It's true. No, 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 but she got the guns at the end. Oh. You see, if she had like a, if she had a MacGyver... Like I hate guns thing. Yeah, 
But she's but Laura she Croft. But the she loves Laura guns. Croft was all Peppa Pig. She right. is Peppa Pig. And she got so those she guns right at the end. It was awesome. But she should have picked up the guns. She should have, yes. That is an oversight. Always take the guns. Somebody, somebody was like, well, why doesn't she pick up the guns? And someone was like, because we're using bows and arrows in this one. Yeah. yeah. Guns are for... Do like so no one was chasing her? Guns are for next time. Because what happened was she's ch- she's she's running through the forest. She's hurt, blah blah blah, and they sent like this lone gunman guy to go get her. Yeah, and he gets her, and then they have this fight, and she, I don't I don't spoilers, but she kills him. And, oh, uh, she doesn't die. No. Oh, okay. And then uh, that's good. But then she's like, I guess maybe she's torn up inside that she killed him. And that's why she leaves him there. But like, I don't know how to take the guns. But that was just me. I mean. So we uh, we have surpassed our thirty minute. Mark. We're done. We're done. We're f- we were we only do thirty minute shows now, so I have to cut the first five minutes off the show. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us for these thirty minutes. We talked about the art of eight limbs, and we talked about the USB boxes, and we talked yeah. about the whiskey, and uh, and then we we started to ramble. But thank you, Derek, for bringing us back on task. No problem. Listen, everyone, dream My big, pleasure. work hard, never neglect your dimples. <laughs> It's going to be in there. It's going to stay in there. It's going to become your thing. Thanks for watching First Frames First. Yes. First Frames First. Thank you, Jason. Welcome. If you enjoyed, head over to our website, www.thefableforest.com. Check out our films and sign up for our newsletter where we will send you exclusive content. Hit us up on our socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, always at The Fable Forest. And share our show with your friends. It'll really help us out a lot. Dream big. Work hard.